Marty! You've got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future. Welcome back to another episode of Marty. What does Marty stand for, Mike? Mike and Russ time. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's been almost a year since we did the last podcast. This it is... doesn't seem that long, but but I'm sure that the people have missed us. No, it doesn't. I, I noticed we did our Bill and Ted episode on October 31st, 2016. Wow. So it's almost a year, not quite, but almost 11 months, almost 11 What months. happened? Why, why have we waited so long, Russ? Uh, my life sucks, and um, <laughs> I, I work, and I have no life, and um, yeah, so that's basically mm. about it. Mm. And so now um, my <laughs> Amazon Echo is talking to me, thought I was talking to it, but I wasn't. <laughs> I'm not talking to you, Alexa. Shut up, Alexa. So I think um, next time you wait you wait too long to do one of these podcasts, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a replacement for you, like a fill in. You have to get somebody with uh, whose name starts with an R, so it make, fits with M A R T Y. Oh, that's true. Mike that's... and Rufus time, Mike and Robert time, Mike and Rasputin time. Oh, I wish I knew somebody named Rasputin. <laughs> Mike and uh, Randall. I don't know what's what's in. I don't want to list anymore. No. Our name's Ralph. Ralph would do. Richard. No. A.K.A. Dick. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> so we're doing another podcast about time travel because that's we that's what we do here at Marty. That's that's what Marty stands for. We're, we're time travel nerds, um, and of course we use Marty because of Marty McFly from Back to the Future, and it works out to be a nice acronym for Mike and Russ time. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those double entendre acronym things. I don't think entendre is the word you want to use here, but, you know. It is. It is exactly what I, I want to use. That's why I said it. I think people get the point. <laughs> I think that uh, entendre implies... It's a double entendre. Entendre implies something sexual, and there's nothing sexual between us. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but <laughs> we're just friends. Um, and you're married, so. I am. Well, you know, that, that doesn't always mean something. Well, you know, people have different ideas of what marriage entails. You know, some people have open marriages. Some people have whatever, you know, whatever, whatever people want to do. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Consenting adults, if they can agree, then that's fine for them. Yeah. It's, it's none of my beeswax. Live and let live, Mike. That's what I say. That's what I say too, Russ. Now, when it comes to me, and you wanna, you wanna affect my life, and we <laughs> might have some issues with your behavior and your mm. life. But see, that's the thing: live and let live. As long as you're not hurting other people, that's exactly. What it comes down to. And so, that's exactly what Marty's all about: not hurting other people. Marty is, yeah, exactly. Exactly. We keep saying exactly. I th- you keep on using that word. I do not think it means <laughs> what, you, what you think it means. Inconceivable. 
I wish we could do a podcast about uh, the Princess Bride, but it's not. There's no time travel involved in Princess Bride. Um, that's true. Maybe we should add a little segment at the end of just really good movies that we like and that people should see. Everybody's seen the Princess Bride, though. Most people. Yeah, it's coming out the thirtieth thirtieth anniversary is coming up soon. Oh, uh, I wonder if it's playing in Los Angeles anywhere. We can see it on the big screen. I just saw a commercial on TV in New York because I'm in New York. Um, about it's playing some. I didn't see where it was playing, but it's playing in October. They're going to do the 30th oh, that's anniversary perfect special timing. presentation. Perfect. Ti- well, I was going to say perfect timing, but I was thinking the Back to the Future. My mind is, well, I'm ahead of you, Mike, because I wanted to say that I have tickets for Back to the Future uh, in the road, rooftop cinema down here in downtown Los Angeles. Downtown. Oh. I can't talk Los Angeles, and um, and I'm inviting you. Uh, oh well, thank you. When is it? Officially now. Uh, it's in October. I believe I need to check my calendar and see what day it is. Mm. Uh, but uh, the rooftop is just around the corner from me, so we could go and watch a movie on the rooftop. Hopefully, it's it's warm. I mean, it should it should still be warm. Oh, well, um, it's L.A. I don't uh, I don't know if I'll be home in October, but I should be. No, you. Well, it's October fourth. You probably won't be here. Oh, I will probably not be home for that. I'm gonna have to find some hot. Find uh, some other nerd to go with. Hot, some beautiful woman to go with me. Yes. And you're in downtown L.A., so that shouldn't be hard. Um, yeah, there, there are a lot of beautiful women down here, but, you know, they're not interested in me. Well, how do you know until you talk to them? You don't, do you? Because they run from me when I... <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's coming, run! <laughs> oh, sh- that's Russ, that's Russ, run. When people scatter as you go down the street, Mike, you sort of get an idea that people don't like you. No, well, everybody likes me, Mike. Everybody likes me. They don't like like me. Well, you get it? They like you. Don't know everybody. Likes like you don't know everybody yet. So no, hold off on that I, judgment I, of everybody. Yeah, that's true. I can't. Well, there's no way you can know everybody. There's like seven and a half billion people on the planet. If you really tried hard, you could know everybody. <laughs> I don't think there's enough time. But I don't want to do the math right now. Speaking of time, <laughs> speaking of time, what movie? We're doing a short podcast today, and we've only so we've only got like 23 minutes left. We want to talk about the 2012 film Safety Not Guaranteed, a little independent feature written by Derek Connolly, directed by Colin Trevorrow. I don't know either of these people. But I do know some of the actors. Aubrey Plaza, Mark Duplass, Jake Johnson. I love Jake Johnson. I like all these guys, but do you uh did you did you do you like did you like the cast, Mike? I thought it was a great cast. And as I, I emailed you after you told me to watch it, I loved every minute of that. Every movie. minute. Every uh, minute. Karen Sony, he's the nerdy Indian guy. He's great too. I I, I He was him. awesome. He was in he was uh had a little bit part in um Silicon Valley. Um, he did. He had yeah. like a cameo. He had a little cameo. Yeah, he was uh, some one of the tech, nerd tech, tech guys. Nerd, yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that. He's that sort of his shtick, right? Kind of a, this nerdy guy, dorky. Uh, uh yeah. Well, people, you know what people remember him from though is uh, from Deadpool. He's the cab driver in Deadpool. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Dopinder. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. Mr. Poole. <laughs> He's hilarious though. He he's but yeah, he's got the geek thing down, and he, of course that's him. That's his character in this movie, geeky. 
Um, uh, yeah, Jake, okay. Jake Johnson from from New Girl. I fucking love that show. Uh, and I love Jake Johnson. He's hilarious. Mark Duplass from... Well, he does a lot of independent films, but uh, most recently, TV-wise, he was in The League, which was hilarious. Mm, is that still on? No, they finished... Uh, they did, like I think, seventh and final season, which was a little underwhelming, actually. I think they should have... I, I wish they would have gone on a high note with like season five or six, but I think it was season five was my favorite. But anyway, yeah, it's a very funny show. Hilarious. Hilarious. And, and the only reason I got into it was because of our late friend Dan. Dan yes. Dan DiGiacomo yes. recommended it. And I, I didn't watch it because I was like, ah, it's about like people who are into fantasy football. I don't, I don't do fantasy football. And Dan encouraged me. He said, Russ, you don't have to do fantasy football. It's just hilarious. You will like it. Trust me. I trusted him. He was right. It was hilarious. It was a good show. I didn't watch all seven seasons. I watched, I think, the first three or four. First three are probably the best. But well, I don't know. Five was pretty good. But yeah, yeah, seven. Ugh, you know, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Aubrey Plaza. Who doesn't like Aubrey Plaza? Parks and Rec and a bunch of indie films. Uh, she was also in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I still uh, haven't seen that. One of my favorite movies. Oh, I got. I need to make you watch that one of these days. You, you gave me the DVD, movie. and you keep threatening to come over and make me watch it. But uh, luckily for me, you're always busy, so you never do. That's a good incentive for me to come over, Mike. <laughs> I'm gonna show up one day, Mike. Hey, we're gonna what? 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 I don't like the pop in though, Mike. So I don't. I don't. I don't do the pop in on other people. I don't like the pop in. Uh, I need you don't. You don't like. In. You just don't like doing the pop in, or you don't like it to be done to you. Either way, well. Uh, no, either way, because I, I, Mike, do unto others as you would have done done to you. It's the golden <laughs> rule, right? It's the golden rule. I don't That's like true. the pop in, so I'm not going to do the pop in to other people. I thought the golden rule was whoever owns the gold rules. No, that's not what Jesus said. <laughs> I don't think it was Jesus who gave the golden rule. Jesus invented the golden rule. Do unto others as thou would do unto youest. Because he was speaking in, in, in the Old English. As everybody knows, Jesus spoke. <laughs> well, he did because he was from England. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, wait, let's let's talk about it. So, of course, of course, as always, spoilers abound. And if you haven't watched this movie, I highly recommend it. I recommend, well, recommend it to Mike just the other day. And uh, you loved it. You loved every minute I of did, it. yes. I had, I had seen... Um, you know, the movie on, I think, I don't know if it was on Netflix, but it was, I'd seen it on Redbox and advertisements for it when it first came out. And I was like, ah, oh, that seems kind of interesting, but I just never got around to watching it. And I'm, I'm kind of sorry that I, I missed it when it came out. Uh, yeah, well, now you can watch, now you were able to watch it. So I watched it years ago. Uh, well, it's 2012. So it's like five years ago. I watched it when it came out. Um, I believe it was on cable. I think it was maybe it was on Netflix or something. I can't remember. Yeah, it was on Netflix. Uh, it's not on Netflix now, but it was on Netflix at the time. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was a hidden gem, right? It was. It was a very, very hidden gem. Um, What's it about, Russ? Why don't you tell the audience what it's about? <laughs> the basic premise is yeah. these these magazine this magazine writer dude Jake um, Jake John is his name Johnson? I just said his name a minute ago. Jake something. Uh, Jake Johnson, yeah, that sounds like a fake name, by the way. Uh, I'll just use his character name. His character <laughs> name is Jeff. 
His Jeff. So Jeff, uh, he's a writer for a magazine in Seattle. I don't remember the magazine. It's probably a fake. I magazine. believe it was just called Seattle something. Seattle yeah, some, magazine. It's or... some fake magazine. Yeah, in Seattle. And he gets he he. They're they're you know they're in a meeting. They're like, uh, what are you going? What are we? What are we going to write about coming up? He has this article. You know, he found he saw this classified ad uh, about some guy who said, um, "Should I read the classified ad?" Just, sure. Uh, why not? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess we could read it because if I could find it's not, it, it's not too long. It's uh, shit. Hang on, I'm trying to find it. But the the classified ad is basically a guy saying he needs someone to help him go on a mission, time travel mission. Um, does he say time travel in the? Yeah, he does. In the in the. He does. Yes, but he said you know, and he he goes on that he wants somebody to help him, somebody to travel with him. Right. And at the end, it says safety, safety not guaranteed. Not guaranteed. Hence the title. And of course, that I mean, that's wouldn't you want to meet that guy? I mean, oh, of course, I would have definitely gone to find him. Yeah. So they, so they figure they're going to do a story about him, right? And make fun of him, right? To make fun of him because it's going to like you know a human interest piece, but basically like yeah, let's make fun of this dork, you know. Um, oh, so the classified ad says wanted. Someone to go back in time with me. This is not a joke. You'll get paid after we get back. Must bring your own weapons. <laughs> Safety not guaranteed. I have only done this one time before. <laughs> Mike, if I... That's what got me to rent this movie. I mean, watch this movie when it's on Netflix. I'm like, I have to watch this movie. So, anyway, so it also says this... Uh, so then, he goes to... Long story short, he get the Jake Johnson gets a... Well, the Jeff, the writer, gets a couple of interns, Aubrey Plaza and um, um, Karen, um, I forget, I'm just going to use their character names, uh, but I can't even say his name, Arnau, Arnau, Arnau and Bridget, no, not Bridget, Bridget is the boss. <laughs> it was like, uh, she had a weird name. Uh, uh, yeah, why, why isn't she? Deshi or? Darius. Darius. Yeah, I can't remember. Like Darius that. Rucker. Yeah, exactly, from, well, we don't need to talk about Darius Rucker. Uh, <laughs> Hold my hand. Uh, and, yes, yeah, so I kept thinking, that's a guy's name. That's a guy's name. But it's okay. I mean, you can call yourself whatever you want, Mike. This is, this is uh, it's a free country. It's, it's Well, I'm you know, sure that, I mean, it's probably not a name that she picked well, out. Well, you don't know that. She could have. I don't know that, but, you know, she doesn't seem like the kind of person that's mm-hmm. going to go through life as a, a Kim and then suddenly go, I'm going to change my name to Darius. You don't know her that well. You don't know her. Well I thought I did. I watched the movie, so I thought I knew her pretty well. Um, yeah. Well, maybe her parents gave her a name. You know, the name, a guy's name, to make it tough, make her, you know, tougher, toughen her up. You know, it's like that song, yeah, like, like that song, like the Johnny Cash song, yeah, named him named Sue. Sue. That was written. That was written by um, Johnny Cash. No, it wasn't. It was performed by Johnny Cash and recorded by Johnny Cash. It was written by Shel Silverstein. Really? Yes. The Giving Tree Guy. Exactly. He also. I hate that book. I hate that book. I love that book. I love it. Really? I love it. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I love it as a kid. I loved it as a kid. I love it as an adult for different reasons. Because as an adult, you go, man, that kid is a dick. Yeah, that, see, that's why I didn't so like it. Selfish. But as a kid, I just thought that tree is so giving. I just love that tree. Well, you know. Yeah, I mean, I understand that that's the point. It's called the Giving Tree, and you know, it is just about the tree doing whatever he can to kid. But I hated that little kid. I don't think – in fact, I don't think it is just about the tree. I think Shel Silverstein, because Shel Silverstein was very multi – it was a multifaceted human being. I think he did that intentionally. I think he planted the seed because he wanted kids to see that sometimes people can be selfish and they're going to just take and take and take. 
And it's good to be giving, but you have to be careful because you could give too much. That, that little kid, man, I hated him. Yeah, what a tool. And then he was still a he was still a George jerk when he got older. He got it. He yeah. kept he kept. He took everything from that even, tree. And then at the end, he's like, "Hey, I need a place to sit." And the tree's like, "Okay, after you yeah. chopped me down and and mm. used me, yeah, you can still sit on me." Now I'm just a stump. You can sit your old wrinkly old man butt on my stump. What the tree should have done was was uh, shove a splinter up his ass. Yeah, that that have showed him. <laughs> anyway, back anyway. to the movie. Um, the, um, uh, uh, oh, okay. So anyway, they go, the, but there's also some, another, you know, there's a, like a subplot going on here because Jeff, the writer, he really wants to go there to, to reconnect with an old flame, which is, which is kind of a theme of the, of the film in a way, kind of, because, sure. well, I was going to say, I don't want to give it away, but we're giving it away anyway, spoiler because, you say that because, first. you know, we well, know we already said it earlier, spoilers abound. So Kenneth, Kenneth, the guy who supposedly is going to go back in time, the long, well, the long story. You know, you're making this long story short really long. Long story longer. Um, It turns out he wants to go, he's supposed to go back to save his girlfriend, but you find out his girlfriend is still alive. So then then they go, what? Yeah, okay. Go ahead, continue. Not his girlfriend, girlfriend, but the girl he wants to go save, because supposedly she was dead. And, uh, Saved and then, by Kristen Bell. Yeah, Kristen Bell. Who I don't I don't understand the appeal, but you know people. What? what? Nerds nerds are always like raving. You about don't Kristen understand Bell. the appeal of Kristen Bell. No, I mean she's okay. You know she's I'm, I I like her in the stuff she's been in, but she's, I'm just not, she's more than just okay, Russ. I'm just not like I mean if I'm gonna choose in the cast like who I'd want to date or I'd go with Aubrey Plaza. Easy, way way sooner than Kristen Bell. Really. Yeah, really. You're weird. Really? Yeah, I am weird, but that's not that's not what we're talking about, Mike. We're talking about this movie, <laughs> Safety Not Guaranteed. So basically, the question is, does he really have a time machine? You know, as they're getting to know this guy, and he, you know, he's really weird guy, or is he just some sort of paranoid psycho? Right? He is. Yeah, he is. He is very weird and wacky. He is kind of paranoid. And he, you know, he is paranoid because he keeps saying people are following him, and he he has to make sure the person who goes back in time with him is um, he can trust them. Well, yeah, that's just you. Yeah, you have to vet your time travelers, your fellow time travelers. That's for sure. But I thought it was funny though. They were going back to the year 2000, 12 2001. years, 12, 2001, right? Okay, so eleven years. They were going to go back to the two, year two thousand one, but they needed weapons. Like, <laughs> and he was <laughs> he was like training like martial arts and stuff. It's like, you know, like like they were going to go back to the medieval times or something, like the old west or I don't know. Anyway, so what were you going to say about what were you going to say? This is this is like this podcast has no structure as always. I was I was going to say that um, his the what what he tells. The Aubrey Plaza character, Darius, is that he's going back in time to save the Kristen Bell character because he really liked her. She was nice to him. And some guy got drunk at one point and drove off the road and threw her living room and killed her. Right. And he wanted to go back and save her. Right, and then right. as the story progresses, you find out she's actually still alive. Right. But now, what else do you want to is, find out? But what else do you find out? Uh, that that. He was just a, a weirdo to her. Like they you weren't know, boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah, but he's or, the one who drove into her house. He's the one that that drove into her house. Drunk, yes. right? 
and kills her. So, well, didn't well didn't kill her because she's alive. But well, see, that's the question though. Here's here's yeah. the thing. He says he's gone back in time once before. Oh, when that's went, right. That's right. That's right. Him, so. That's right. Because that was a question I was going to ask you. Because in the film, when, when they well, okay, we won't get there in a second. I'll ask you in later. But that 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 clears up my question. I don't even have to ask it later. So good, good. Okay, we've we're making progress. At least two of us. <laughs> If it, if our five listeners are listening, they don't know what the fuck we're talking about. But we have five. I thought we only had three. Uh, I'm just Mike. I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm trying. Sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm trying to be hopeful that in the in the year since we haven't podcast, we've gained two, two listeners. <laughs> even though I, even though there's no, no way people could. Well, they might have found us just by googling time travel podcast. Uh. <laughs> I'm not even on social media right now, so I can't even promote this. Ugh, you're gonna have to do all the heavy lifting. You just Instagrammed. Oh, I am. I am back on Instagram for now. Uh, yes, but I don't. I'm not on. Uh, you can you can Instagram the Marty logo. I guess I could. Yeah. I and could. then I can re-Instagram it. Yeah, that's true. And then you can for all my yeah. my massive amount of followers that I have. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that'll that'll work. at least well, maybe a few people notice anyway. <laughs> um, not that really people notice when I'm on Twitter or Facebook either, but um, I mean a few people do obviously. But anyway, um, my cousin did ask me where I was, to, you know, when I took a break from Facebook. Oh, that's nice. Um, Somebody's paying attention. Nobody else cares. You don't care. I care. You don't. Well, I you care. you care, but you're not on Facebook, so you don't. So you don't. Matter. No, I'm not on Facebook. You don't matter in this scenario. <laughs> so, okay. So so to back to the movie. <laughs> back to the movie. Uh, back, back to the way we always find. So I, terribly. Okay, Mike. I want to say about this movie too. I like. I like the fact they do a lot of little character development with all the characters, even though. They don't really show a whole lot, you know. You don't, you don't see a whole lot of Jeff, you know, Jake Johnson's character or Arnau. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm probably saying his name wrong, but but what you do see of them, there's some nice little character development with them, you know. I mean, you know, Jeff does meet up with his his ex girlfriend and and they kind of have a little bit of a fling, but he's still in love with her, but she's not. She's just like, you know, she's just reliving the past a little bit. Well, see, you know? that was okay. I got another question about that. That right. that's one thing that they I don't think they resolved in the movie because when he first hooks up with her, he, you know, he sees her and he's like, oh, she got fat and she's ugly. a redhead. He now. thinks she's ugly. Yeah. Which, yeah. He didn't like he, her, but he the totally, our, our yeah. now character was like, you know, you're you're being a douche. Just go and talk to her. Yeah, because he's like everybody gets older and looks different. So yeah, stop being so he goes and talks to her, and turns out she's an awesome, uh, awesome person, and he really starts to like her. And they and go on little things, she, and right, she cooks a... him, and you know she massages him, and they have a really good time. And he he kind of falls for her. Yeah. And and at the end, he's like, "Hey, come back to Seattle with me." And it seemed to me that she, when she said no, it seemed to me that she was just saying no because you know she'd been hurt before and. This was just kind of going to be a thing. Mm. But like that, they I don't think they ever really resolved that. Because... Oh, I just got the impression that she was like, ooh, uh, no, that's not what this was. I'm sorry. It just uh, – that's how I got the impression. Like, oh, because see, I thought that she really – I thought they really liked each other. And when No, I think she does like him. I just think that she's – I don't think she was looking to rekindle the relationship. Uh, I think that she was just sort of, like I said a minute ago, like revisiting the past and sort of – 
you know, enjoying its time and whatever. But then, you know, they weren't, you know, I just got the impression she was, he was falling for her. Or he, we fell for her, whatever, you know, he wanted to, you know, pick up where they left off, I guess. And she didn't. That's my impression. Mm. I could be mm. wrong. Could be wrong. I'll you, watch you it again. Right. I'll watch it again. I just thought that they really liked each other. And when she said no, she was doing it because she was scared that it, she she thought that he would think eventually it was just a fling and then she'd oh. leave him. And that's why she didn't want to do it. That's but possible. Maybe you're right. That's possible because his character is a little douchey. Yeah. So he was kind of a douche. Yeah. So that is possible. Um, I'll have to rewatch. Well, next time I watch it, I'll let you know what I think. But uh, it's possible. Yeah. Uh, and and, and my, my other question was. This was just a brief moment. Um, Kenneth, the guy who's going back in time, right. tells uh, Darius to deliver a package to a guy he used to work with at the at the supermarket. Right. And when the guy opens it up, it's full of money. Yeah, it's a cigar box full of money. Like I don't yeah. know, it was hundred dollar bills, but it was it was a, it was full of bills. It was a lot of money. Now, where did he get that money? And I I got the impression. Yeah, that they didn't really address that. They didn't address that, and they didn't. The only you only get a brief. <gasps> you know brief, what? What he might have done. Do you remember when he was talking to Darius earlier, and he says, "Now we can't. There are certain rules we have to abide by. We can't go back, and we can't use our knowledge of the future to get rich." What if he did that, and then he felt guilty about that, and you know, did something like he invested in Apple or you know? So remember, because he said you can't, you can't go and use your knowledge to get rich. We're not, that's not what we're doing this for. May, what if he did that when the, the first time he went back in time and when he did save his girlfriend's life, as we know now. Not his girlfriend because they weren't really a girlfriend, but he, the, the girl he was into or whatever. Uh, what if he made a lot of money and then felt guilty and said, you know what, I, sh- this, I shouldn't have this. I'm going to give this to, to my boss who's a nice guy and he could use the help. Mm, yeah, it's possible. It's possible. Possible. Um, That's a good question. They didn't really yeah. explain that. That's true. Yeah, and you only and you only found out through one line of dialogue, very briefly, why the guy needed the money because his wife was his wife was sick. Yeah, and uh, that was it. I mean, they didn't talk about it. When I he was think talking to him in the store, it was just suddenly, hey, oh here. It was a scene that in yeah. the in the movie you didn't need, but it was also a little no, but yeah, but it was nice. Thing. Yeah, that's the see, that's the thing. I like those kind of scenes where. It, it's not necessary to push the story forward. It's not a plot device or something, but it tells you more about the main character, Kenneth. Well, he's not really the main character, I guess. I think Darius is kind of the main character, but Kenneth, he pushes his... It, 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 it tells you more about Kenneth. He's, he's altruistic. He's a good guy. He was fucked up. He was... He did go off, like, and, and, and get drunk, and he was obsessed with that girl, and he, you know, became a stalker or whatever. But he... He, uh, but he has a heart, Mike. He's got a he heart. does have a heart. He was a little wacky. He was a little crazy. Oh, and the whole time he's uh, saying that he's being followed. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, this guy's just nuts. And then it turns out he is being followed. And by the government. Yeah. I mean, and they don't. The <laughs> they don't know he's building a time machine. They just. He's been. He's been like. He. They know. They. They suspect him of stealing some stuff from some like laboratories and stuff, which he has because he had. He stole some stuff to build this time machine. <laughs> uh, they suspect him of like some other like what like trespassing and stuff, which is true. They didn't have any hard evidence, but they were like following him. Be- so basically, it's like the Men in Black following him. These government spooks, you know, following him to because because he's suspicious and they're trying to catch him. But here's another question. What? If he'd already gone back in time once, why did he need to steal all that stuff? Well, maybe, maybe 
when he first built the time machine, it was only a kind of a one way, I mean, a round, one round trip. And maybe he needed to, to beef it up and, and upgrade it so he could travel through time uh, in multiple trips, not just or one. Could it, or could it be like the flux capacitor that just kind of runs out of energy? Well, it could be that too. Because, well, he had to buy lasers for, not buy, he stole lasers for it. He so stole lasers, but that was like the last component that he put into the time machine. He just stuck that in there. So maybe that one laser kind of gives its blast. Oh, uh, maybe it, it burns out or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Hmm. So the, that's what's cool about it when you're watching it. Of course, uh, you know you don't know he's crazy. Is he building a time machine? And there's just a, just a, such a nice reveal. You realize, well, maybe he is crazy, and that's what she's sort of realized, Darius, because she's falling for him, and she's like, well, maybe he is crazy, but or you know maybe he doesn't have a time machine, but that doesn't mean he's crazy. Maybe he's just weird, and I like him. You know, that's kind of her attitude. <laughs> uh, but then she thinks she's, he's going to go kill himself because he because she goes, you know, he's running away, right? And then she goes and to where they were shooting the guns, practicing the guns, and the gun is gone. And, uh, well, I don't know, maybe she, who knows what she thought, but he, she's, like, worried because the gun is missing. But, then he gets, but <laughs> he's on an airboat, you know, one of those. Oh, you uh, think the, oh, the, you thought the gun was in the, that truck in the car? Yeah, wasn't that the gun, or was that the late, no, where that he was, was holding the that lasers? was where they were supposed to leave messages. <gasps> oh, to each other? Well, from the in the time thing, he goes. If and anything ever happens, oh, that's you know, right. Put a message in the box. I just thought that that's she was, right. you know, he ran off because she she upset him. I just thought she was going to apologize and. Oh, I see. Well, she looked at the box; it was empty, and then that's she looked worse. Yeah, well, because that's where you're thinking. Okay, if there's a, a message in there, can you really go back in time? Oh, yeah. And that's why when she looked in there, there was nothing there, and you're like, oh, okay, so he really can't do it. And then she runs down. That a makes bit no sense, Mike. That makes no sense to me. That, may, that makes sense. If there's, if there was a message in there, then maybe he could travel in time. But if there wasn't a message, then he could, couldn't. I don't, I don't, I don't get the. No, that was the thing because he said, if when we go back in time, if anything happens, leave a message in this box because that that, bo- that box had been there for you know thirty years, so they would have gotten it in the future. So if he if he could go back in time, he could have left a message for her that she would have found. Right. When so when it. she opened it up and found no there message, there. she figured there was... he is crazy. He didn't yeah. build the time machine. Okay, I see. So it does make sense. Okay, it does. I misunderstood don't, what don't you tell, said. The don't first tell time. me that I'm, I don't make sense. Uh, I can tell you whatever I want, Mike. This you can is... tell me, but you'd be wrong. Yeah, and we we know that you're the only one that's always right. That's so. right. Oh, and then um, so we'll finish the the movie up uh, for everybody here. They, uh, she goes and she finds him, and he's in this weird, weird looking contraption on on the lake. Well, it looks like he's ter- taken an, an old airboat, like you see on yeah. the swamps, and turned it into a time machine because it's got like a. I think there's a propeller on the back for the airboat. I'm not sure if that's part of the time machine because there's also some round swirly things that he has got going on there on the Where's boat. A round swirly thing. No, actually, there wasn't a there there. There's a yeah. You have to with the time machine. Almost always. <laughs> That's one of the prerequisites. Except for the the you know the um, Back to the Future, but obviously I don't know if it was obvious to anyone else, but obviously to me, the this looked like a crude uh, backyard version of the Time Machine from the movie The Time Machine, the old you know that old movie from the H.G. Wells story. That would have been a yes, a very 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 crude version. 
Yeah, but it, but it had like a round swirly thing behind it. Yes, it did. Uh, and um, but yeah, it looked like a swamp boat, but it had some sort of weird engine on the back and like all kinds of weird shit on it. And of course, she's looking at him like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "Cause when when he's when they get there, and then it's already lit up. There's like things lit up on it, and it's all you know things are. Good. It's like okay, this is weird. And uh, but then it's kind of romantic too because he says, "Hey." Come with me. And she does. And he says, our mission has changed. We're going back for you. He was going, yeah, he was going back for her. Yeah. Which didn't really make any sense because he had No, he's going, well, true. But he's going back for her, meaning he doesn't, he's not going back to save, to, 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 to uh, save the girl he killed before because he realized she was, he, he, apparently, like you said earlier, he was able to save her in his previous trip. But he's going to go back to help her save her mom. Yeah, but see, then there that's another question. Because if he goes back and helps her save her mom, then she's not going to be the same depressed and dark person. So that falls in love with him. Well, yeah. there's the whole paradox. It's the paradox of time travel, Mike. That's what we, one of the things we love about time unless, travel. Unless the they're, paradox. you know, unless you follow the the idea that once they go back, they've split the timeline. So yeah. then they he can he can actually help her save her mother. And still have her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what – so how come – why do you think that when he went back the first time and then apparently stopped himself from getting drunk and crashing into this – no, he still crashed into her house because she mentioned it. But, but he she, just – yeah, he, he just bumped into it. Yeah, but she survived. How how um, how um do you explain the fact that he didn't know that until Aubrey uh, or you know Darius – mentioned it she said i know about that, that girl she's alive and he's like oh she is oh good then the means it worked so how, how do you think he didn't know that um well maybe he was still drunk but he just kind of bunked into her house and uh walked away from the crash hmm. and then when he when he came back to his present he didn't really remember what he did yeah, maybe it has something to do it's, with. It's possible, but you know who can say? I mean, it's it's a time travel movie, so how can you really say if it what what happened or not? Yeah, I mean, it's not like this necessarily has the effect, you know, the butterfly effect thing where he comes back and everything is, um, you know, everything is is what he calls changed. It, you know, changed, and it's like you know, uh, in his brain, right? Like he knows because that's you know what I'm saying. Like in in butterfly effect. Uh, yeah, he doesn't actually, remember everything. No, he does remember everything. It comes back to him. Not immediately, but it mostly comes back and remember it like it rewires his brain. So that well, in, in the butterfly effect. In the butterfly effect, right. This... Yeah, but not in not in this one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to say. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's <laughs> not like the butterfly effect. <laughs> uh... <laughs> and we're back. I'm starting to remember why we didn't. <laughs> Stop doing these podcasts. Uh, you love every minute. We don't. Of it. We don't plan. We just wing it. We we wing it. We, we fly it by the seat of our pants. That's why our five listeners love us. Yeah. Uh, including the great Glenn Portman and his son Maddie. Maddie, we just want to say hello. Shout out to yes. Glenn and Maddie. Maddie, we, Maddie if nothing else, we know they'll be listening. Yeah, Maddie's our biggest fan. Yeah, because we mentioned his name. No, maybe we because should... we first we talked about his dad, right? 
We should send him some some free swag from free Marty swag. Yeah, he might get in trouble though. He goes to school with like a T-shirt, a Marty T-shirt, and then that they, says and Marty. Then, yeah, and then the te- then the teachers like listen to it and they they like that that guy Russ. He cusses, he curses a lot, and and Mike doesn't. But 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 it's but Russ is not good for our, for the children. Mm. Russ is never good for the children. Yeah. Uh. Kids love me, Mike. Kids and animals. Kids and animals love me. Hmm. What about old ladies? Old ladies love me. Parents love me. Kids, animals, and parents love me. Huh. Old ladies well, love me. Of course, old ladies love me. Yeah. Well, how could they not? But it's the ladies in between. <laughs> <laughs> it's the young ladies. <laughs> it's it's the, oh, the ladies in their thirties and forties. That's the ones that don't love me. <laughs> Anyway, um, so oh, here's here's another question for you. Yeah. If, um, just say, uh, she had gone looking for for him at the end of the movie, right. and uh, her friends came running up behind her, and you never actually saw them go back in time, like they were just they saw some a light show and they had a surprised look on their face, so you never actually saw them. Right go back in time would you have been satisfied with that ending uh yeah i actually would have been because i was thinking about i was actually thinking about it again when i was watching it rewatching it thinking i wonder what would happen if they would have ended that way and i said you know i would have been okay with that as long as there was like enough hint that there was actually an actual time machine like like light uh, lights and, and wind and stuff and they and then you know there's nothing there or whatever uh yeah. but i do like the way they did it i think the way they did it was pretty cool you know that the, you know, there's this, um, you know, the 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 bubble. The bubble. There's always actually, a bu- there's yeah. always a bubble. A time bubble, if you will. There's never a square. No, because that's or not a triangle. How... Yeah, because that's that's like crystalline, right? That's like you can have a, a cube or a triangle, but that's more like a crystal shape. That's more solid. If you're talking about energy or something, it seems to me, or liquid, right? It seems like a sphere is more of a natural shape. That is that's true. That's very profound. If I was uh, better versed in science, I could explain to you why. But because uh, a, a a bubble, a circle, is the most energy efficient shape. I don't think that's necessarily true. I don't know where you that, got that. That is <laughs> that is very true. Uh, it sounds good. It sounds good to me. Aren't, aren't all planets round? You don't ever see it's like a square planet. No, maybe not. Planet. Maybe. Oh shit! Hang on. I'm gonna pause this. Not pause it, but we'll 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 pause this. We're almost at the end. And the fucking phone is ringing. Who is calling me? Nobody calls me on that phone. <laughs> I, I that phone never rings. My home phone. It never rings. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's uh, future, future Russ. The future is calling Russ. Future Russ is calling. He's telling you to to don't don't record this podcast. Don't don't release this podcast. Um. Yeah. So uh, I would definitely recommend this film. I mean, and of course, if they haven't listened to it, if they haven't watched it, we just spoiled it for them. But um, they knew it's that still a good in. movie. It's a great. It's a great movie. All the characters are great. Well, I've seen it twice now, and I I enjoyed it just as much, if not more, the second time. You loved it. I was. I, I figured you would like it. I didn't know you would love it, but I'm glad that you did love it. It was a good good choice. It was a good choice for our comeback podcast. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, we want to do. We want to do. Uh, we still want to do Time Bandits for our buddy Glenn. But uh, this was, you know, 
I don't know. And the timing was right. The timing, timing, timing. Time, right. time, 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 time. Because, uh, you know, I was like, hey, Mike, you should watch this movie. And then if we had a podcast, we could podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, we do. Um, now we just got to make you so you're not so busy all the time. So you can do this, you know, once, at least once a month, I would say. Uh, I'm working on that. I'm working on that. I would prefer once a week. Yeah, well, uh, I would prefer a lot of things, Mike, and then you just don't get everything you want in life. <laughs> get used to disappointment. <laughs> get used to disappointment. <laughs> As the Dread Pirate Roberts would say. <laughs> to hey, the that pain. Brings us, that brings us all the way back to Full the beginning, uh, which you didn't record. Where we were talking about the 30th anniversary of the Princess Bride. Oh yeah, we didn't put that in the podcast. I don't remember what we were saying, but we this we couldn't do that because we can talk about the Princess Bride because it's not a time travel movie. But you yeah. did say we could mention movies at the end. Yeah, that we then I was really then I was saying we should have a, a segment just talking about cool movies. We should leave that up to the fans if they want I, to hear it. I came up with a list of Desert Island movies with a friend recently. Well, it's a few months now, but uh, five Desert Island movies. And coincidentally, we both had The Princess Bride in our five lists. It was the only common one, but that's a great Des- film. It's a great film. It was a Desert Island movie. Oh, Desert take Island. With meaning, you. Yeah, Desert take it with you on Desert Island. The movies, the movies you could watch over and over again on what if, Desert Island. What if you get the movies but not the, the VCR or the DVD to watch it on? Well, you have to assume. And you're on scenario, a desert island. Where do you get the electricity? You coconuts. And and a bamboo uh, bicycle, <laughs> and you 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 pedal it, and it stores in the coconut batteries. Didn't you ever watch Gilligan's Island? Did you learn? I did. No- did you learn nothing from the professor? <laughs> That's true. The professor. There was I forget who always said it, but there was a a comedian. With, I don't know if it was George Carlin or somebody. He's like that the professor could build a you know a nuclear reactor out of two coconuts and and a palm tree. Yeah. But he could never, he couldn't fix a three foot hole in a boat. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that was George Carlin, but I know that, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I remember that joke. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, um, I, I will say in the professor's defense that uh, patching that hole in the SS Minnow, I don't know that the, the boat would have been seaworthy, even if you patched that with what they had on hand. Why? They had, they had all the palm trees. You just cut them down into planks and patch the hole up. How, yeah, had, but how do you make it waterproof? They had they had that whole rubber episode where they made rubber. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay, they made a car. He made a, he had a robot. He fixed the robot. <laughs> he could have built. He could actually could have just could have built the whole new boat. I loved. I loved how they were always so close to escaping the island. <laughs> and then whenever they got a visitor, you knew they were just going to be the visitor waking off the island, but they wouldn't, you know. And they were like, tell us, tell them about us. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Like that guy, remember the Mosquitoes, the band? Yes, yes, and I then, remember the and then, and then that guy, Wrong Way something or other, the guy that flew Wrong Way Corrigan. And then uh, uh, he was a jerk because he took off. He didn't tell anybody, obviously. Yeah. They came to save him. Do you remember the one with the giant spider? Yeah, I do. They were uh, saved by Walter the Pigeon. I like that one. I like that. I also, you know, what my favorite one is they and they used to show this when I was a kid. You know when they, you know when you were a kid when they would show you like um, the afternoon shows that were coming on, right? Yeah. So they do a commercial for Gilligan's Island. They would do little clips 
and one of the clips they showed, and I love this one, was where Gilligan had built himself a pair of wings, and he jumped off the hut and was flying. He was like hovering in the air, flapping his wings, and and the skipper says, "Gilligan, get down from there!" He's like, "Why?" He's like, "You can't fly!" And he goes, "I can't." He said, "No!" And then he goes, "Oh!" And then he falls and hits the ground. I don't remember that one. Mike, it's a metaphor for life. Because Gilligan <laughs> was flying until yeah, yeah, I got it. I'm just saying, I don't remember him. that one. Well, it's one of the best episodes and the most poignant episodes of the Gilligan's Island. <laughs> it's an allegory for man's inhumanity to man. Exactly, exactly. Um, while we're talking about Gilligan's Island, how do you feel about the fact, like this first season, they didn't mention the Professor or Marianne in the opening credits? Well, they were still there. They just didn't mention them in the yeah, opening. Yeah, they didn't credits. mention them in the credits. That's don't you think that's rude? Well, you know, they they mentioned the, the important people. They had to mention the Skipper and Gilligan. The Professor and Marianne are, like, arguably the most important people on the no, island. No, see, Marianne isn't. The, everyone else was really important except for Marianne. She really had, you know, they, they had an actress. They had two rich people. They had the Professor. They had, you know, and the two guys. Marianne was just a good person. And she, she was. She was. But she wasn't. And she, like, made, and she made coconut pie. She made a, she's making a coconut cream pie. She made a lot of stuff, but still, you know, when you're talking about important. Okay, so how island, is the, how is the professor not important? He was. He was very he important. Kept I don't know why they didn't mention he kept their radio working for one thing. Well, it was only a one-way radio because they could never. Well, I know, but they still had connection to the world, right? Yeah. And like you know, those batteries in real life couldn't last forever, so he had to make coconut batteries or something. But. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe like you said earlier, he was like the comedian said he was kind of useless because he couldn't get him off the island with the boat. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who can say? Who can say? But there's a lot. There's a lot. Only Sherwood Schwartz can say. There's a lot. Yeah, Sherwood Schwartz, the creator of Gilligan's Island and Brady Bunch, and I used to live down the street from the Brady Bunch house. You know that house is backwards. The house is backwards. Yeah, that house. That they show what they use because they use that as the op- the establishing shot in, the, in all the time and the Brady Bunch, the house is set up backwards from what the actual house is in the show. If you go in the front door in that house, you look at that house on, online. Anybody can do it. You can Google it and go to the Brady Bunch house. By the way, did you ever drive by there and go like, "Hey, that's Brady Bunch house." I did. It, the, the outside's changed a bit, but it, it's you know you can tell it's the same house. That'd be kind of cool. I like to. They use that's up in what um, Sherman Sherman, what? Sherman, uh, Sherman uh, Studio City. Oh, so it's up going towards the valley or whatever. Not oh, but really. Yes, it's all the valley. It's um the valley. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, the uh, yeah, if you look at the house, okay, you know, in, in this show, you go in the front door, the stairs go up to the right. Yeah. You can't do that in the in the the actual the actual Brady Bunch house they use for the outside. The upper, the upper part of the house, the up, the second story, is on the left-hand side. I'm not sure. I believe you. I'd have to go look. Well, you know, you you can do that. You're welcome to do that. I will even send you the links, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And you're like, and and your your mind will be blown. <laughs> so I'm not blown. I'm looking at the pictures now. That I see that they've added. A gate around the house, probably because people wanted to go up to the house and knock on the door and stuff because people are assholes. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, the it's it's backwards. The, the even the even the driveway is backwards. The driveway on the house is on the other side. It makes no sense. I don't know why all they would have had to do is flip the film. The dry everything's back. Oh. Well, maybe oh. back in back in the day, the the people who let them use their the house, the exterior of the house, said, "We don't want people to know that this is us." So they flipped it on the on the film. No, it's not. It's not. You just go to Google Maps, dude. Look, look it online. You'll see what I'm talking about. You'll see. That is a good. Although I have to say, Mike, that is a good. That is a good um, uh, theory. That's a nice yeah, theory. I know. That's why I said it. Uh, I also noticed. Look, I, I noticed now too that it looks like they 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 boarded up a, one of the windows. That's weird. In the second story, which might have been like the master bedroom, which was over to the left instead of the right. Exactly. 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 <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, you know, I mean, granted, uh, the Brady Bunch is not um, time travel, but we're sort of traveling in time with our nostalgia and talking about the yeah. Brady Bunch. And Sherwood Schwartz, Schwartz, Sherwood Schwartz. Somebody has built a Brady Bunch 3D, and they made it backwards. Everything's. Uh, but I used to love that house as a kid, though. I thought it would be such a cool house to live in. Well, maybe now uh, from our podcast, we can get rich enough when we get sponsors and you can buy it. And you can go buy it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can say, I live in the Brady Bunch house, even though it's backwards. Yeah. Oh, it looks like there's two driveways. So maybe your theory is 100% wrong. Nope. It's, it's not. No, the other driveway might be uh, an alleyway or something, but no, it's a driveway. Hmm. But yeah, you uh, Google it. I'll, you know, you don't have to Google it I'm, because I'm going to be such a nice guy. I'm going to send it to you. Oh, good. And then you're going to rem- then you're going to remember. You're going to go. Oh, now I remember. Yeah. I can't wait to get those emails from you. Yeah, you you love my emails. <laughs> Everybody loves my emails. Nobody responds to them, but they, you know. I respond to maybe, every one of maybe your emails. That's why, maybe that's why they don't love them. Mostly I give mean responses, but, you know. Every email? I don't know. That might be generous. Might be. I'm, I'm usually pretty good, at, unless, you know, unless you say, uh, here's blah, 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 no need to respond. Yeah, but I don't, oh, well. But if you send me, if you, like, if you send me the links, I'll just, even if it's just a, hey, thanks, that's it. Or a smiley face, or maybe a thumbs really, up. I don't know if you would do that. I don't know. I don't know if I believe you. You should uh, go back and check all your old. No, but emails. I don't assume that. I don't assume anybody's going to respond. My emails are sent for for just. It's like an FYI. Hey, you might like this. You General can, information. Purposes. Yeah, exactly. No. You can take a look. You might like it. You might not. I don't know. But it's there in case you want to look. And you don't have mm. to get back with me. There's, there's sort of like an implied, I, I don't know, maybe I'm thinking of like my friend Pat, my, my friend Julia. Like I send them stuff and they, you know, I, I rarely hear back from them. Maybe mm. like a month later. Oh, hey, I saw that one. But I, I, you know, that happens with me and Pat too. Like he'll send me like five emails in a day, like stuff to look at. And then he's like, hey, did you see that? I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. I, I did. I saw that and I appreciated it and I forgot to reply. Oh, but, so um, it's just you. Maybe you don't you don't ever reply, so you don't expect anyone to reply to you. Oh, maybe maybe that's that maybe that's true. That's called know. transference. Transference. No, that's not it. Projection. Project. So one of those. Tra- tra- transference is 
transferring feelings or something from—I don't know. We're not psychologists. We we, we, should, yeah. we should stop. You know, that. and you know what we just did? What? We went on a tangent. A tangent? Yes, we did. Well, that's what we're known for. Well, <laughs> well you know, that's what the Uplate Network, at least, uh, at least, at least, Uplate with Russ and Pat and Marty. We are known for. We're known for tangents, tangents and time travel. And our three listeners love that about us. You know who will love it though? Mart, uh, Glenn, no, Maddie. Maddie, hi, Maddie. Maddie, we won't say his last name. We only said his dad's last name, <laughs> uh, so people can figure it out. But well, you know, we don't want to. We don't want to necessarily give people information on on minors. That's true. Although Glenn would, you know, he kick their ass. They try to mess with them. Yeah, but so Glenn, but was, Glenn is a gentle giant. He is, yes. You know, that's this was a this was a pretty good uh, comeback podcast. Uh, you think so? I don't know. Well, it remains well, to be seen. You know, I mean, it was I, a, you got we got to get into the habit again. Yeah. Yeah, we so need to. I think to. for a I while we, that. you know, our our listeners told us stop going on these crazy tangents, and so we stopped. Who was that? Who said that? What listener said that? I I can I can uh, I can name a few. Ugh, we we'll name them off air, so we don't. Well, we're not on air. Podcasts aren't air. You know, you get the idea. Oh, I know what you're talking we, about. We you will name names after the after we finish the recording. <laughs> after we stop recording. Mike, you shall name names. I'll shine a light in your face. Uh, all right, dude. This was good. We should do this more often. What are we gonna do yes, next? Are we going to do um, Time Bandits or what? We, I'm, hey, I've been waiting to do Time Bandits for a year. You're the one that's always stopping up. No, to... no guarantees, no no, uh, no promises. But let's try Time Bandits next. I can't even talk about that's, it. That's what we'll possibly do next, next, so next October. See you next year. <laughs> In one year. I can't believe it's been almost a year. Yeah. So how do we Mike, usually end these podcasts? Mike, time is moving too fast. I'm gonna start crying. So we need to we need to end this up. We, yeah, we need to wrap this up in. Don't and, cry on air like a little girl. Boys cry too, Mike. Men, real men, cry. Do they cry like little girls? I don't know, dude. They just cry. If it reminds you of a little girl, that maybe that's your problem. It's not mine. Okay, so we'll uh, well we we would do a time quandary, but you don't have one of those the rest of this week this this week this year. No, I didn't think of one. I didn't think of one, but I'll I, think of one yeah. for next time. Yeah, next time. Time, time, time. Time, time, time. All right, Mike. I will talk to you later. And, All right. Uh, Sounds enjoy. good. Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy everything. <laughs> enjoy um, life and your evening and. <laughs> Wherever you are listening to this podcast, goodbye. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, that's done. Good. Mike and Russ Time Yeah is a part of the Upload Network at RussandPat.com. <laughs>